Tune in weekly to the Josh You a Fool podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You a Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams. All right, we are back in effect for the Josh Adams podcast. This is Kari Frazier here in the Detroit is Different podcast studios. We also got a special guest. We got the whole team going up on the Tuesday here. Kid Clever, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all for having me. It's my right and my left hand, so he had to be here. Yeah. It's my guy, the second one, and we, we working. It's draft night. It's a lot going on. It's playoffs happening. Um, what's in that cup, Josh? What's in this cup again, Kari? I know it's bourbon. I just Detroit, came from New Orleans. Detroit City Distillery Bourbon. That's my man's. To all them people over there that make that happen. You know, uh, I had some of this. They came and they actually sponsored this comedy show I just did at Bubble Tea. Mm. And I actually had some of this. Okay. It's a Detroit. This is Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah. I had this. Nigga, that's what's up. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out my man, especially my man Forsyth. Uh, I know a couple of the liquor makers. I don't know the name. The niggas poured it in my cup and I drunk it. <laughs> I had like three shots of it. I was sweating. Okay, on that same topic, uh, <laughs> we got uh, one of the most classic comedians that uh, did some of the same things. You see? The people did not know, you know. You talking about Billy Bill? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Him as himself. First of all, first and foremost, uh, Fuck all this. He's he a great comedian. That don't mean nothing. He got caught up. Like, I don't know if he did all of it, but he did something. And now he getting what he getting what he had coming. You can only you can only you can only live like that for so long. And the nigga a hundred now. Right. You know what I'm saying? He a hundred now. It's like, all right, what you gonna do? But you know what? Not to make light of this, because it ain't nothing light about this. People was hurt in this happening. But White people kill motherfuckers all the time, and they get to live their whole lives out, and then it's almost like it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Bill just, we just get, that's our flip. You feel me? So, if he did it, so fuck him, because obviously they found him guilty. Outside of comedy, he wasn't never one of my favorites, but even if he was, that's bullshit. He was on some predator shit, and you know, he got a little, you know, he got a little rest of his, the next 15 minutes of his life out, because he ain't got much left. Yeah. Okay, now this is where context kind of come into play, because I'm sure back in that day, man, in that era, Quaaludes and, and drugging women and, yeah. and uh, yeah. Spanish fly, that it, shit was going on. It that was Playboy Molly. Mansion. It was Molly. You it mean was to tell like me that uh, you t- mean to tell me Sean Connery wasn't doing that shit? Uh, you Hefner wasn't doing all that shit. They ain't get him uh, yet. Bob Barker wasn't doing that shit. Bob, Bob Barker kind of got caught up with some shit too. Bob really? Barker. Yeah, Bob Barker got caught the up price with some is right, shit. Pa- pa- price is right. Yeah. Why they ain't never they ain't never come at Hugh Hefner either, and he had underage girls at the Playboy Mansion. I mean, a lot of this shit. I mean, Harvey Weinstein ain't got no goddamn pending criminal case against him. Wow. And we already know. Now, I'm definitely just saying the justice system has never swayed in the favor of black people and black yeah. men. Is this? And I mean, what I'm gonna say, OJ. OJ got away with it, but they just called Cosby. They got him. I feel like it's like I said. I don't agree with rape at all or doing taking anything away from anybody. But I'm like, man, he 80 plus. He blind. I'm like, let him just live his rest of his life. I, I, think, I think it's more of a. I think it's more of a statement. It's it's more of a statement about, especially in the temperature of the Me Too movement. The Women, last person, yeah. it, this was the last woman where the statute of limitations would have ran out on, and they threw the book at his ass. They wasn't gonna let him up. It, it would have been. They even took him on some civil shit, like how they did OJ. If they can't get him for the exact crime. They was gonna hit his pocket. So well, it's a it's a big difference, you know. In a criminal case, you know, it is beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Civil, you know, it's preponderance of evidence. Yeah. Preponderance, preponderance of evidence. <coughs> preponderance means 
It, let's let's give the legal definition more so so everybody listens. educate them. I don't know. Okay, yeah, preponderance of evidence beyond a reasonable doubt is basically ninety five percent sure. Okay, preponderance of evidence means basically sixty two percent. Meaning, like, if you kind of think at sixty two percent, that's why it's so tough to get criminal cases if you got the right defense. Right, ninety five percent sure. Meaning, reasonable five percent, six percent is reasonable doubt. Five percent doubt means I don't necessarily know with all the case and all of the evidence. Any good attorney gonna drill down on the evidence, gonna drill down on the case. So preponderance of evidence, that's what you fight in most civil cases. That's that sixty two percent that you fighting against any charge that you got. Hey, whoever listening to this and subscribe to the podcast, I want you to use preponderance in the sentence and put it in my DM. I'm going to shout you out because that's a cold-ass word. <laughs> that's live. That's live as fuck. Like, man, these hoes in here preponderance. I ain't even going to try to spell it. I don't know how to spell <laughs> that. that word, the fact that the nigga can spell it off the, off the bill. Like, I, matter of fact, do a video where you spell preponderance. <laughs> on there and then you know what I'm saying we gonna do we gonna we gonna do video uh, spelling bees man video spelling in the bees. DMs man we gonna put it up somehow we gonna figure it out Kari he a G with this shit but not to get off topic man so you, so go ahead you were saying that basically I'm just saying like I mean it, it it's some crazy shit I just left the uh, National Museum in DC uh, I suggest any black person get to DC check that out and it is unique like you see some of the imagery of bill cosby in the cultural semblance and what he represents but just because you're a figure that identifies with so many people it doesn't raise you above the whole you know it doesn't raise you above you law you and can't he got just caught do up whatever, but some, got caught up in some fuck shit but by him being blind doesn't that take away some of the punishment because he don't That's know where he's anyway. trying to should night trying yeah. to do that shit right now too i don't necessarily think a blind man you know bill cosby blind he, he said he legally blind. Hey man, yeah, look at his ass. Him. He definitely got yeah, the milk. He got them gray eyes. That nigga ain't been driving since the '80s. So he, he, he the ain't. '80s. He probably could have paid for a driver. He yeah, was with I Spy. So him I want to say he was the first black dude with a TV show with I Spy, like a national syndicated TV show. Oh, he was. He was the first co-star. He wasn't. The, he wasn't the star. He was a co-star. Yeah, yeah, there, right? With I Spy. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely. It's funny. It's called I Spy. That nigga blind. <laughs> but the <laughs> fucked up part about it is though. That nigga, you know what I'm saying? His eye being milky and all that don't mean shit. He probably was blind when he was popping them pills and bitches drinks. But that's just what you're saying. When you black, you got to move differently. Perfect example. People don't remember this probably, but when Peyton Manning won that Super Bowl against Cam Newton and them, yeah. the first thing he said is, when I get home, I'm going to pop a cold brew and just sit and chill. Wow. Cam Newton can't say that. Because if Cam Newton say that, they might look at this 40-ounce chugging nigga. So we Hold on, talking about that shit. Do, do you understand what I'm saying, though, Corey? It's certain stuff we can't do that they can. Chugging. If he would, if he would have won that Super Bowl and been like, you know what, I'm gonna go home and do, I'm gonna kiss my kids and I'm gonna drink a drink a a can of Bud Light. They're like, look at this old uh, CB4 40 ounce drinking nigga in a in a, in a I immediately bag. thought a loke dog. And, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so just because Bill Cosby had the money to kick it with Hugh Hefner and all these niggas that was doing that. You can't do it because you they, black. yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, but pay money for dogs, they wouldn't have fucked with him. But yeah. also, you got to think about the altered state of reality that some of these stars live into. I mean, American culture itself is celebrity worship. Y'all see it yeah. on a on a on a local level, and, and then even sometimes people come at me like I'm a celebrity. But you yeah. see that shit. All the time when y'all do y'all event going up on a Tuesday. Because right. I'm assuming, you know, as time goes on, people offering you drink shit. I've been the person saying, hey, y'all want to drink? Y'all want to drink? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let alone, that could be a gateway to alcoholism. 
You're right. Yeah. You, you don't even know how much a goddamn drink costs sometimes. I know for a fact if I wanted to get some cocaine, if I wanted to get weed, mushrooms, alcohol. Before I even start drinking, people used to offer me alcohol all the time. So yeah. I was one fact. of them. I was one of them. It's out there. It's why out there. Why is that, though? Like, why do people, when they see you not doing something, they just like, hey, man, you need a drink. Like, why is it? I'm, I'm doing fine without it. Like, why is that? People offer know, it. Man. They offer it. I don't know. It's like we in an establishment. In my mind, it's like I'm in an establishment at a bar. You want to patronize the bar. Uh, it's like the business ethic of it. Like, I assume... The more, the better the bar do when y'all doing an event. Yeah. The better the relationship between y'all and the bar is. That's Correct. my thought process. Correct. I don't know if everybody thinks like that. And then also it's like solidarity between me and you because I know y'all. And you may take that Corona and toss that shit to somebody else or, or, or Hennessy. Yeah. I don't know what the hell. You know what I mean? I get it. I want. I want to get to the level where we offer cocaine. I'm not gonna take it, but I feel like <laughs> if you at that level, you made it. If you offer you, cocaine, if, you made it. If, if yeah, if people coming in with a bump. You are definitely <laughs> on a whole nother level. But I'm uh, not trying no cocaine, but I know we get offered pussy. We get offered, you know, people just offer you things when you're an entertainer and you you got that light on you. So I guess you can get caught up in it. That's why you just okay, got to practice Time out. Offer a pussy. What? What's an <laughs> offer? What's a pussy offer? I've had girls want to fuck me. Okay, like like how explicit is the offer? Or is it in, is it implied or is it like yo i ain't gotta I say much i ain't gotta say much i've had girls cut into me like that i had girls cutting to me that strong and i've had girls just to let me know like you ain't even gotta do much you just gotta talk to me enough we get out of it. it's not hard because they like you already that's half the battle to get somebody to fuck you they gotta want to like you right i'm on stage i perform i go on stage i damn near levitate and bend metal so this talk shit is amazing shit. you feel me talk that and shit when a girl see that it's like yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely about to i'm definitely about to get this nigga this pussy and it don't it don't take much so it's like you gotta be careful man you gotta be careful okay. how you move i had a white couple try to take me home nigga okay one second time out you gonna have to tell this whole goddamn story Verbatim by detail. I'm about to ca- they want to take me home you was on some cuckold shit With, please and I, shit. And my favorite porns Okay, we ain't I'm talking no. Like, wow. <laughs> I like to see when a nigga, you know, you a black man fucking a, a, a white man's bitch, and he's sitting there in the corner jacking off. Yeah, get the fuck on, fam. I'm fucking your bitch. Okay, that's right. some weird please, shit. Please, please, yeah, I've never watched black the power. whole scene. Black excellence. <laughs> <He's laughs> <an old> <laughs> <laughs> he seen some of it. Yeah, I, I've seen enough to know that I gotta keep moving. Just start right, buffering. Now, now go yeah. into the, uh, go into the. How the fuck did this shit happen? Break it down. All right, I'm doing a comedy show. It is out in Oxford. Mm. It's out in Oxford, a dude named, I ain't even saying the guy's name, it was a white guy, he put a show together, and it was packed, and I was the headline, I was closing out, I went up, I did Magnificent, I did my thing, They was uh, I was that guy, they wanted to put me on their shoulder and carry me across the room. <laughs> so another comedian got uh, propositioned, Paul Pepitoni, who was my man, it's my heart, that's my best man in my <laughs> wedding, and y'all know who Paul is, but y'all will know who Paul Pepitoni is, for, for sure, for sure. But basically what happened was, um... This white lady walked up to me and was just talking to me. And she was talking shit or whatever. And she said, she whispered in my ear, my boyfriend is weird. He always wanted to see me get fucked by a black guy. Mm. What the fuck? Older, imagine like middle age. She's 40, 40, just got her titties did. Big fake ass, white titties, no booty, blonde. She looked every bit of what she was. She was old. She was old. But basically, her boyfriend was like a police officer. So he was like, she was talking to me like, and she she basically got my number, started sending me naked pictures of her immediately. Wow. And she was like, uh, you can come back to the house with us and you can fuck me. And in my head, I'm like, look. So you after you fucked her. That just seems like you could get 
strung up by a goddamn tree. But that's what I said. This yeah. is the last thing. I, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, I go to the crib and I'm fucking you. Now he gets sober because I'm dropping good dick in you. You know what I'm saying? And he in there. First of all, <laughs> so let's crazy. just let's just say I even allow him to be in the room. Because first of all, I ain't never ran a bus though successfully enough to want to be in the room with another nigga. Bro. Right? I ain't. Why? I ain't, why? Yeah. He, a nigga in there. So I'm like, where he gonna be at? She like, he gonna watch. I'm like, no, nah, he gonna have to be like in the living room, or we gonna have to Facetime this nigga. He can't be watching me. He can't just watch me hit you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said it was like you gonna Skype with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so I'm like, uh, I'm talking to her like, well, whatever. So even if I'm considering this in my head because I'm a person who always thinks of the worst case scenario what if i'm in there fucking you and he gets sober this nigga police officer all he gotta say is hey this nigga broke he into raped, my house yeah and raped or, my wife or we just invited him to the house to have drinks and he went and did some other shit now he's shooting me he a police officer he and his he's legally in his right. Yeah. right so i just was like no nah. and then i ain't gonna lie afterwards i was trying to talk to her by myself on some other shit like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you, not around your, my boy around but that happened to me that got so, offered to me bro and i ain't even i wasn't even at any level so just imagine what it's like when you are that guy kevin's heart exactly okay so this whole story is crazy as hell so walking back from that shit just knowing the the hubris of women and i can imagine the hubris of white women hubris meaning like they ego thank you also of them getting shot down right he gonna have what? to write down some words i'm sure she i'm sure she kept throwing it at you because she ain't believe that you turned it down it's not that many women that have thrown pussy at men and they turn it down and then they just walk away yeah. with all right they never, they never seen niggas in, in Oxford. We was there like I was the only black guy there. It's a lot of times I'm the only black guy at a show. So you right, women, they, and that's what people they hate hearing. No, yeah, when you turn a woman down, they don't like that. It's like no, that ain't what they 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 accustomed to hearing. Like you know what I'm saying? And if yeah, fuck the thirst woman, is real because dudes generally will we hear no more than them, so we know how yeah. to deal with no better. So if you tell a guy no, he gonna. All right, he either going to take it L he or he going to figure trying. it out. Yeah, he's he going to keep trying on some persistent shit. A woman going hard because she like, nigga, you tripping. I'm You're going you gonna to come up off that dick because I want it. You're you going to want me because you're supposed to. It's definitely different. Women don't have to have talent when it comes to dating. Like, we got to have all the talent. We got to be Ain't got to have no skills. We got to be funny. We got to be attractive. We got to come off, not come off creepy. We got to do all that to get them. But they don't have to do none of that. They just got to sit there and then be like, all right, I think I'm going to fuck this nigga. And then that's that's it. That's generally, crazy. yeah. Generally, we do all the heavy the lifting. Yeah. So I'm sure she kept throwing you monkey shots and all of that. Oh, shit. she sent me pictures after and pictures after pictures, but it just wasn't gonna happen because I wasn't comfortable with it, man. It was like, mm-mm. too much can go wrong, man. And I was like, and they was killing cops was killing niggas then, but it was just like I was uncomfortable because this just wasn't a situation I was a part of. But a friend of mine was like, boy, you tripping. Shout out to Darius Bennett. He was like, you tripping. <laughs> he is savage, Darius would have pulled it off. So Darius would have did that shit. Darius been in that game situation before, and he would have pulled it off. But I, I don't think. Darius has played in the snow more than most black men. I would have fucked the bitch. That, he would have said something like that. He would have got down. He would have been comfortable with my man being in the room. It's just, I could, I just couldn't do it, man. It was too much. Of, it's one thing if we was at a hotel. Yeah, and it was the situation, but it was just too much. Too much of the ball was in their court. What if my man came at came at you during that whole shit? Right, like trying to you talking about doing trying to make it happen, proposition to me, or you talking about hypothetical? Nah, you smashing, you smashing, you smashing and he tried some other side. Like, what if I'm in there and we doing it and he rubbing me on my back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, nah, fam, I'm gonna need you to get the fuck on. Go deeper, fam. Go deeper. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Nah, see that's what yeah, I'm saying. Coaching you up. That was why I couldn't make that happen, bro. I, I, I couldn't do it, and I wouldn't do it. But that's just show you how how we hypocrites when it comes to the porn we watch. Because a lot of shit I enjoy, 
I wouldn't try. Okay, I don't go well, that crazy. Time out. That's the real shit right there too. And man, when you get a woman guest in here, next week is a woman guest. They be tripping on all of these goddamn topics. What wouldn't you try? But you watch and get live. That cuckold shit. What that is cuckold, that? That's when you having sex with another another uh, another man's wife. Most of the time it's white. It's a black guy, white girl, and a white couple, and he taping and he in there. And a lot of times they get raw, bro. Like the guy will, you, you know, the dude might come in the wife and the dude to eat eat her out. Wow. They be wilding, and I watch it, cause I'm a weirdo. But I would never participate in that. And it's just some shit I'm into, bro. It's a lot. We all the, hypocrites when I it comes to our porn. The, I never, I don't I never go that crazy. That get live. Never watch that get live. The craziest thing I do is Ebony Threesome. I'm boring. I'm boring. That's that's all I do. Nigga, that's I do. a fantasy, though. That ain't boring. That's what you want. That's a I Super mean, Bowl. That's a chip. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I ain't Ebony looking. Threesome. But I'm like, they ain't. But I in ain't, real life, a threesome is, a threesome, the semantics of a three-way is not the the porn fantasy. You got to have two team players. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have two team yeah. players with you. We yeah. talked about this before. You got to play the game enough to where it's like, you got to, and we, and we put it like this. Putting the threesome together, it's almost like, really, she got to goddamn put the threesome together. She do, but put it like this. Let's say she set it up. It's almost like if you see it finna happen, you can do too much and ruin it. So you yeah. kind of you kind of got to be like, you got to toe that line. We we called it mustard. And that's what we said the name of the documentary going to be is trying to make a threesome happen. Because too much mustard to fuck a sandwich up. But just the <laughs> right amount of mustard is the best sandwich you ever had. But mm-hmm. the, you, you catching a woman at like some of our most susceptible. And low key, let me, for for... Which now I'm I'm transitioning. I'm like damn near out the game. But in the three way, why you shake your head? Uh, trying to uh, trying to make that shit happen. <laughs> it's a lot of perils you can fall. First off, if you with a woman and then one day she just walk in and say, "I'm ready to do a threesome." That's fool's gold. Can't she just trying to fast. see. She trying to just see if who else you got in your rotation. And you can't be like, "Oh shit, for real." Let me call. Right. You know she got to set all, it up. First of all, I think you can't even jump at it. To be yeah. like, I'm down. That's yeah. the first step. First yeah. of all, like, oh, you that's something you want to do? Now, second, <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. jump to I already got a bit. So, like you say, it's a step before that. You can't already be like, oh, hell yeah. Because she like, damn, right. that's what you want? Yeah, exactly. You got to let it's, <laughs> you got to let her feel like and it's you can't, her idea. And then the messed up thing, too, because I've been in this situation before where a woman say she wanted and I was so eager because I was so young and I was I was fixated on this meeting. I was so focused, wanting to make it happen. And then it's like you end up in this like uh hard hardcore negotiations like North Korea, America, because how much how many more times you gonna fuck a woman that said she ready to do a threesome, but she ain't set the threesome up yet? Because now it's like I can't just keep fucking you regular and you ain't pushed for the threesome. That was my thought then. Mm-hmm. Now older yeah, it, it, she got to want to do that shit. Yeah. She got to be a part of that. It got to be in her life. And she sort of kind of got to be bisexual in the first goddamn She got to be with it. She yeah. got to be with it. Like, I mean, I've had to offer. I, I, no girl I've ever been with has ever put it out there. So I don't think I've ever dealt with a woman who wanted to make it happen. And then a lot of times women would say, I've heard women tell niggas this. I like you too much to want to give you a threesome. Yeah. But they've given it to other niggas. It's yeah. like, well, bitch, don't like me that much, nigga. Right. Like me as so much funny. as you like that last nigga. Like, talking about, I like you too much to want to. No, no. Like, don't like me that much then. But everything sexual could be like that with a woman because she, it is different. Like, it's different. Like, even to have sex with somebody, like, fucking, like, they'll fuck a dude they like less because it's more transactional if they give him some pussy where they see potential in growing some shit with you. Mm. So I, they don't want to get you some pussy. So do you, let me know if this is some bullshit. I'm I'm being all the way open with y'all. You gotta put something else in your glass in a minute too. Well, go ahead. 
All right, we'll do that. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. I'm saying in a uh, all right, dealing with a dealing with a female, I've heard the I like you too much, so I had to distance myself. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that's some bullshit, or do you believe that's she was like, I, I know you weren't looking for no relationship, but I liked you too much, so I had to disappear. Mm-hmm. She'll take Johnson. I, I got to take. Cause often this is what I'm gonna say about that. Cause that sound like game a nigga will use on a girl to be like, yeah, I liked you too much. I had to fall back. Girls want to like you, right? So I want. I'm gonna say that's bullshit. Cause maybe she. I'm gonna say that's bullshit. Cause I'm gonna assume she already had some other shit worked out. It was whoever the other nigga was. That, Cause a lot of times if a girl kicking at you, she's settling. You ain't the nigga she want to be with. The other nigga just ain't acting right. Or he on some other shit. He's settling for the bitch he was going to settle for. He didn't want you. So now she like, uh, and maybe he's back. And now she like, yeah, I don't know. I think I call bullshit with that because girls want to like you too much. Even if you don't want a relationship, a girl will stick around and do girlfriend shit because she feels like her love Eventually. is will wear you down to allow her to ruin your life. That's hilarious. I, I actually... Well, um, I kind of I'm I'm to the point now where like the emotional state of where she's at when she makes that statement, like shit can shift so much in a woman's life so fast because she could have got fucked over. So, so like in reality, they could say I like you too much. But really, like if you dig deeper into that question, it could be like, yo, you want some real shit. I'm used to being the most. Uh. I'm used to being the most the object uh, of the affection being or yeah, I, I'm just most, I'm just used to being the most stable person when I'm in a relationship. Right. I can't, I can't take being with somebody that has a life organized that don't got baby mamas that ain't, you know, causing bringing chaos to my life. That's, you know, that ain't giving me no STDs and shit like that. So in turn, they, they will, uh, they will tell you some shit like I'm gonna like you too much because I distance myself. But if if you used to chaos, right, and you haven't developed the skills or like you haven't coped with or counseled your way through or recognized the situation, then you gonna naturally end up back in chaos. Right. Like I mean, it's 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 dudes we know. I mean, we just don't date dudes that just are always in chaotic situations. Yeah, women we know always in chaotic situations. So if she ain't dealt with the trauma that goes on in her life. Uh, you know, I say, look at our sisters, look at our mom, yep. look at how she talks about the last relationship she was in. And if she always has like the champion based theory, like, you know, I was the best thing for him. I was doing this for him. I was doing that for him. And you're going to give her a whole different shit. Meaning like if she was used to like a guy moving in, fucking their credit up, um, you know, getting her credit, credit getting her pregnant, out not paying shit. for an abortion. Like, yeah, if she was used to that chaos, <laughs> and a lot of women is used to that fucking chaos because our community is full of it, and then she meet a dude like you, her 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 perspective may be like, you too good, but it's like, I'm just not even used to feeling comfortable in this whole naturalized situation. It's like, you ever, um, you know, you ever in high school, especially in Detroit public schools and shit like oh, you ever had you a class where like you had a substitute teacher for like half the semester then a real teacher come yeah and then you'd be like damn man I wish you'd have came in September because my mind can't even fucking right focus take in this anatomy no more I'm so I ain't got to, the same respect for you we've been playing spades nigga we've been back here doing everything <laughs> but learning nigga I don't give a fuck yeah. about uh, uh, AP algebra nigga yeah so it's like that with with the woman so if she used to the substitute teacher yeah, you, she may 
she may have too much respect for you just as a person to not even know how to function. I like that analogy. That nah, was hard. That was hard. Though. You know, it's funny. I'm sitting here and we drinking this little bit of uh, shout out to this bourbon we drinking. Mm-hmm. Detroit made the distillery. They put this together. And, it's a grown man drink. Oh yeah, and Dad took his out. He had a big boy cup, and um, we sitting here. I don't even know how we got here. We was talking about Bill Cosby. Basically, Bill Cosby fucked up. Right. And you know, you did what you did. You set you set trends, you set shit uh, ahead. You put you know you you push black people to be better, but you fucked up in the game. So from one Philly nigga, sorry to the next Philly nigga who just got out of jail and went straight to the game in Me Philadelphia. Millie. Yeah, welcome home, my nigga. And I'ma say this: him going to jail was the best thing that ever happened to that nigga. Cause off of the Drake shit and off of the Nicki Minaj shit, he was never gonna let none he of that was down. Taking, he was taking a huge L in the social media world at his age. I don't even know how you function with that shit. Bro, that nigga was on. He was damn near on. He wasn't no recovery. Him going to jail, but you can never say this, was the best thing that yeah. happened to his career. Like he came home, Philly don't want the Super Bowl. They uh Villanova don't want the goddamn. It's but Philly. Never know. We don't know how he gonna move. But I the got- point is, is he not better off? Cause Think, people think, were saying that. People were saying that last week when Kanye was just out of the media. We'll get there. But think about where Meek Mills was at when the disc record dropped and Drake basically killed uh, his career. He basically predicted everything that happened. Nikki left him. Nikki was shitting on him. And now to where he at. I did not think he took this would be it. So how should he move now? How, if y'all was make advising music. him, make just make music. music. It's hard, bro. Make music. It's hard. It's make hard. music. He got to make music. He just got to make good music. Do it got to be about what he went through? Of course, he a writer. He an artist. He should be able to make that happen. But just make music that cater to your fan base and let these niggas lift you up, bro. I don't even know. You need to stay out the way, too. I, That's what I'm saying. Stay I in the studio. I would assume, because I don't know what mix, especially with these younger rappers, I don't know what mix of drugs he on, what what mix of drugs he was using. It should be clean, huh? Because yeah. he been locked up for, what, six months? He was fat as hell when you he know, got out. You know that nigga built like a stud. locked up. You know. <laughs> You didn't see how he came on? That nigga built like a stud because he got like scoliosis, the way his back curved. Scoliosis. Look how that nigga built. I'm built like that. Like you got this weird bend, like this curve in the nigga back, and he got that stomach. Nigga built like. Remember he did that little flip? He was backstage at the um at the Philly game. He where did he, a flip? Yeah, he did a flip over. They had the trampoline, and he ran on the trampoline and did a flip. He built. Yeah, that shit looked awkward as hell because how he built. He, Remember he, he was boxing? Yeah, he can't, he's weird. He's not athletic at his all. His coordination is very weird. Due to the if if he clean and is and he really worked that plan, yeah, but it's tough because I assume this whole generation of rappers is high as all get up. But they always high. Nas and them was smoking weed back in the day, probably snoring cocaine. Jay Z and them was on that shit popping Molly. Jay Z got Ja Rule off Molly and all that shit. So really, I ain't know that. Yeah, they say that. Who said that? Fifty said that. Jay got you off X. Now you now you think you hot. Oh. Them niggas was out here fucking up, man. So I don't. I think the nigga focused not because he they own him now. He on mm-hmm. he under a microscope, so he gotta be clean. He gotta play it. Nigga, get in the studio. Let Ross executive produce his next album. Huh? Pick some beats for you. Go nuts. Rap your ass off. Cause now it's big. It's big. Now everybody's got their lane. The streets miss this nigga. His, I thought he had one with that Chris Brown record. If that he was hard. if he would have did that right after the beef and just kept putting out records like that. That's out of pocket for him because I don't think that's what his demographic want to hear. But I loved it because I, I mean, yeah. the sample, what they flip, Ty Dolla Sign and Chris Brown come together, nigga. That's what that's what made uh, Rick Ross make it through the beef with Fifty. Like he was able to consistently make solid ass music. People had Fifty fatigue at the time too. As a Fifty fan, it was like what damn you mean 50? fatigue. Meaning like we was just tired of, of the like, bullshit. But he took everybody else out. Overexposed though. at the time, way too overexposed. 
he he was riding the wave of all of Get Rich or Die Trying. Them other albums was cool, but they wasn't get Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. His persona, his persona, niggas out here is really terrible. Dez just put his phone out. Why don't you just turn it off, nigga? What are you doing? <laughs> this nigga, he acting like he on our podcast. He was tried to, uh, he was I hit to the button too. My 50. phone messed up. This nigga drunk. Shout out to uh, Detroit <laughs> City Burger, man. They got this nigga fucked up I'm not over drunk. here. I was they trying to show the flip. God damn it. But what I was saying was. 50 Cent, yeah, 50 Cent, he over, and he overstays welcome. His personality <laughs> over took over, because he, he I, I fuck with him. His personality took him over, and he wrote it, and he was doing a trolling shit, but the music wasn't matching. But when, when are we going to give Rick Ross credit, bro? I don't think niggas give him credit as top, top three, low key. Top three. I don't what? know about that. Top, top three, three what? You tripping. Top three what? Bro. Not right now, I ain't talking about of all time, but I'm just saying like when right Rick, Ross, oh, when Rick Ross dropped, no. when Rick Ross dropped, say this nigga don't drop Classic shit. People was not checking for his last couple. I mean, Future took it to this spot. So, I mean, you know. I don't know, man. I think we don't give Ross credit that we... He damn near Stevie Wonder this hip hop shit over in his end. I feel like he hotter than crazy as he hotter he hotter than Jeezy right now though. I give him that. Yeah, but Jeezy done Jeezy washed up right now. You know what I'm saying? He cool. But I put them on the same like tier, the same level, whatever. I just don't think Ross ever got the credit. Even when he was like, once he started really wrecking shit. Everybody was kind of looking around him. Ross was really out here rapping his ass him off. Him being a P.O. kind of uh, bothered. Man, but a lot of these niggas did other shit, man. That P.O. shit don't mean nothing. He was a P.O. That don't still mean he didn't do whatever. I don't know. But like we use the analogy all the time, man. Denzel really wasn't a crooked cop. Yeah, but Denzel, it's entertainment. Denzel ain't talking about his own life story. And like even looking at the uncensored from Rick Ross, he telling the story like he damn near... Pablo Escobar or some shit like it's like look dude just if it was if it was a little bit of contrition and he was honest about like look I just tell these stories I like these stories and this is what I do it'd be a lot different but Rick Ross's character that he created even the name Rick Ross that ain't his goddamn name you think Jay-Z did all that no not but at you, all. But, but he wasn't saying I know Pablo the real Pablo but that's just rap and Jay-Z at least made his Jay Z at least made his name. Some of it is is some of Jay Z. Do you think Jay Z text be uh text Obama so that he can go to Cuba? Jay Z, some of that story is too. Cool. It gotta be somewhat true because my man that just got out uh that served about like twenty five years. But just uh, all I'm saying, Emory, you talking about Emory yeah, Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is rap and everything we do is always exaggerated because real life ain't really ain't nobody don't nobody want to hear you rapping about the. Word for word, real life. It's gonna I, be some exaggerations in it. We all know there's an artist, nigga. You rap, I do comedy, nigga. Dez, you do a little bit of everything, so you understand it's gonna. You ain't even. I feel you, but the, but the he point, ain't. He but ain't, I'm just saying. He. I feel you. The, the character. It's a difference between exaggerated a and a lying yeah. and lying too. Yeah, like, it's a different era. Lying. Like this era, like like the number one thing people say is as long as you get money, it's cool. And he embraces that, and I guess that's where like I'm an old head in hip hop because. My thought process, I mean, I remember when Cat stopped listening to Spice One because they said he was a studio gangster. You know what I mean? That's the dudes over here on this block. But none know? of these niggas really gangster. You can't be gangster in rap. I don't know, man. You can't be gangster in rap. You don't Master last long. Pete, Master P had some some more solidified street ties. Young NBA? Is that how you say his name, right? Or NBA Young Boy. I always fucked that up. NBA Young Boy? Yeah. He mm-hmm. a real gangster. And where he at? I mean that's that's the perils of the Code shit that, that you. That's what I'm saying. These that's niggas, the perils. Of, that's the parable. That's the perils you, of what you, you 
glorify. You can't really be. You can't. Boosie said it, and I always knew this. You cannot really be gangster. So when niggas talk about, oh, I can get this blick, I know the plug, I got the flicker, I can do this. Them niggas really not doing that. Them niggas rapping. But they wasn't cops. Huh? I don't know, man. It don't bother me that that nigga was a CO. It don't bother a lot of people, but like I say, as an old head, it's just like, ah. It don't bother nah, me. Nah, I mean, I don't expect them to make a song called Start Snitching, but. Michael Blackson really ain't African, nigga. I know that, too. I know he from And Philly. that bother me. That bothers you? Yeah. It don't bother me, man. Why you say you say he really not African? I, I know mean, he, he, he African, but he's not that he's African. From, right. From, nah. I know he's from Philly. Yeah. I know he's from Philly. He's not that African. Not at all. So and it's then, like, it's can like, you not enjoy like, his show because he's not me, that African? But but to me, it's like, it, it's kind of like blackface. Kevin Hart really Because he short. exasperates. No, nah, Kevin Hart is. Talking nigga live out there. <laughs> okay, look. All I'm saying is like he's exaggerating and exploiting. It's like he's creating a caricature of all of these African stereotypes. And it's cool, or and that's why it bothers me. Oh well, you talking about Michael Blackson? Yeah, yeah Michael. Yeah, Blackson. I, I really don't rock with his comedy. But I was like just gonna that. say, as long as you feel that way about him, then I don't have a problem with. It. But it's just like you can't be like, mm, it's cool here, but it's not cool nah, there. No, 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 because that shit. If you know what I mean, it would be like. Uh, you know, I feel that way about Kodak Black looking like a pickaninny. Like, if Kodak Black did comedy and he came on stage eating watermelon and fried chicken, that's Michael Blackson to me. Mm. So, wait a minute. You think Kodak Black like a pickaninny? So Hell you think, yeah. So, you think he... But, I mean, that's just what they look like down there. It's the culture down there. That nigga, like, they Haitian. They do that shit. A lot of niggas look like that. Some do. But he, you can't tell me that his imagery, especially being that I know this game... In this game, you and think this that's was, why he sell because he looked like a pickaninny? <clears throat> nah, but this is this was kind of like that long article I wrote, and it got a lot of national attention about um, Chief Keith. It's like there are. I'm sounding like damn near Professor Griff of Farrakhan here. He had to but slow down. There are <laughs> there are so many corporate people involved in the messaging and the molding of these people. So you just think that these guys is just creative and making this shit up themselves. But then you get in the room. It's all these people that went to NYU and, and Cal Berkeley. It's and, a marketing and Berkeley team. School of Music. It's all these people helping craft and make whatever the image is that becomes who this, who these people are that they connect with. And the minute that that they choose the imagery that we see, I don't fuck with a lot of the coonery imagery when I know that if they were to make like a stance for black empowerment, they will pull back on that shit. So how do you feel about like artists like that are super intelligent? Like you say, like Plies, like he, he has yeah, a nursing yeah, degree, he's yeah, very yeah. intelligent. I've had one-on-one interactions yeah, yeah. with Plies, but when he go on record, yeah, busted baby, got my chopper. How y'all feel about that? I mean, that's a, that's a form of, that's a form of, like I say, he's creating a caricature that, uh, you know, that goes to the sensibilities. Ludacris is a classic example of that. Ludacris smart as hell. Like, but Ludacris, the, you know, uh, Mr. Lover Lover was a caricature to 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 gather uh, to gather more attention. Now with Plies and Ludacris, this is where I guess you would say my double standard exists. The characters they're creating, I don't think are grabbing on to these like historically uh, demeaning stereotypes of, of black men being stupid and like some old step and fetch it type. But right. well, I look at it like people. this. Both being both being that both of them are intelligent, I think it's also it's also catering to a market. It's also a skill to be able to communicate with everybody. So as a rapper, Plies can 
I mean, as just in the interviews, he can articulate himself in a certain way. But to reach those people that don't talk, that don't, that not don't understand, but don't communicate in the way he do when he just in the interview, he has to be able to talk to them the way he talks to them. Like, so all that, you know, that super country, that, that hard draw. So, like, you know, we've heard it. We keep referencing Jay-Z, but that nigga said, I ain't been rapping like common sense. You know what I'm saying? When I realized that I kind of had to, this ain't verbatim, but when he had to dumb yeah. it down to reach people. Because sometimes you reach more people by communicating with them at a level. So it's not like dumbing it down. It's just being intelligent enough to know they'll get this message if I communicate it a certain way. Yeah, but you when that character it. that you create not ties into a stereotype that has historically been crafted and created, and I know so many other hands that are in the play of making these characters, but that's because it from. makes it like, it's certain shit you just can't say in this whole hip-hop world. And it's certain shit you can say. And a lot of the shit that you can say that's that's under the guise of keeping it real is always going to be like something adversarial against black people. But that's Whereas if you come though. out and say, yo, fuck faggots, that shit ain't getting on on uh, Kodak Black album. But he can come out and say, yo, I kill 100 niggas. You know what I'm saying? No, maybe you can't say fuck faggots, but what nah, I'm saying is... No, you can't. Is, but, you can't. But if that's your A&R, you definitely can't say it. But what I'm saying to but you But it ain't is, even the A&R. It's the whole people in the whole goddamn hierarchy. It's certain messages that just won't get exposed. You know what's crazy? Is I like, like even even to Jerry Heller. Like, you you ever heard No Vaseline from Ice Cube? Mm -hmm. he, 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 he called him a, uh, some juice and shit. He yeah, said, because yeah. you let... He said that that was anti-Semitic. And all he said was... I don't like you because you letting the Jew break up my crew. To me, what what's anti-Semitic about that? But he took that up against with the with the National Jewish League, mm -hmm. and and to this day, Ice Cube is listed against like on this like on like a damn near FBI watch list for for anti-Semitic quotes. Mm -hmm. Whereas in that same realm, like that like talking about Jewish people, talking about LGBTQ agenda, where it, you know it's certain shit that triggers. A response and it's 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 like pick and choice and the people behind the scenes know what to explore and what not to explore and that's the shit that bothers me it ain't even necessarily kodak black but it's the fact that i know when kodak black walks in he by himself and he with his goons but then when he walk out and if you was to sit and go to the radio station it's probably like 15 different white people that's sitting in there that you know, that are helping craft whatever the fuck he's supposed to say and not supposed to well, say. Well, you know what the problem is then? Black people need to be stronger and we need to come together and, uh, and create boards and coalitions to where we like, no, we don't want to hear that. Because, okay, I feel you. Because it got to be money. We got to have money too. Maybe it's money, but lesbians have it. Uh, Jewish people have it. White people have it. They have boards where they're like, nope, you can't say that. Feminists, you can't say that. So black people have to come together. Not come together, but we need that board where it's like, yeah, we don't want you saying that. But even with this whole Me Too movement, for for instance, like that whole I don't know if y'all saw that Waffle House video where the cop was like dragging the lady. The black girl ain't choked her and shit. Yeah, that me too strong, ain't stepping bro. up for that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> but I hear feminists don't really include black women in that. And that's some bullshit. Shout out to Pam Grill over on the wall. That's Pam. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's a classic coffee, our first movie. So, you know, it's like that's some bullshit. Damn, yeah. I don't know, man. So speaking, speaking of coming together, um, a lot of the Detroit rappers recently, they all got together and they did a paintball war, East Side versus the West Side. I know y'all heard about that. What do y'all feel about that? I think it's dope. I think it's dope if they really keeping it. Like, all right, bet we beefed out. Of course, you know what I'm saying. Niggas really beefed out. That'd be crazy. 
And if they taking it to the point where it's like, all right, we only gonna do paintball, we're gonna come shoot, we're gonna come together, and we're gonna unify like that, I think that's hella dope. But I know for a fact if these niggas is running around shooting at people's cribs, they bullshitting. They doing too much. It's one thing if y'all gonna keep it in the realm of it's us, we meet and we doing this, but the extra shit is what's gonna make this, you know, going right. around shooting at random people. I hope it doesn't go outside of that. But it's gonna be hard. I'm to, with it though. Because I mean the ages and the mentality of a lot of these young cats, and this is where it pulls on my heartstrings because I'm cool with a lot of these younger cats too. Um I mean they gonna make the decisions where they gonna do that shit because they, you know, when you twenty two I think they you need do a twenty two year old shit. They yeah. need a location. They need like a field or y'all they can got make one. They just they, they gonna do it at a uh, at an abandoned building in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what's needed, and the cops need to know about it. Like, look, this is what we're doing over regulated. here. Regulated, right? Yeah. Where it's regulated, where it's like we ain't trying to cause no no issues, but it's the first time everybody is coming together. I'm all for it, bro. Yeah, Them it's niggas dope. gonna stop beefing. And they gonna shoot and they gonna go to paintball and then I hope it just transitioned in next year is is fucking nerf ball is nerf guns and then it's water gun is water and is is they need water to do balloons. water water guns water balloons yeah or like something. bro just I'm there if they do that yeah I'm that with paintball that. shit hurt yeah that paintball shit something else you got a hickey yeah, on your right. arm for life yeah yeah so I'm with it I love it I love it man let us do something let niggas get their aggression out let them have fun let them do whatever they want to do and. As long as it's all in the realm of positivity, man. And, and, you know, and all the money, they should put it up and let it go to something. Right. And niggas made the news without nobody dying. So that's that's an amazing thing in itself. That's very rare, especially yeah. in Detroit rap. Right. Yeah. Very rare. You know, so, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it's a, it's a solid, you know, it's a solid move. Uh, it definitely will take more awareness than, than their average age to have concern about personal property of others because at that age it's just because they what they they hit a cop car right Uh, uh, unarmed or un what is it undercover undercover cop car according to the cops according to the cops yeah and then that's another thing i don't necessarily believe police at all so that's crazy saying he don't believe nothing the police officers say i mean it's a lot of it's a lot of strange things historically where police have not necessarily been the most uh honest to the black community so I wouldn't put it beyond my realm to believe that that is either is an exaggeration of the truth or all I lie. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to the man, whoever put that together. I'm all for that. Um, like I said, when I saw it, I thought it was dope. I was like, all right, cool, man. I get it popping. As long as there's some rules to it. Don't be running around here shooting people, kids by mistake and running around playing. Make sure it's safe because the paintball and then you hit somebody in the face. It's a problem, nigga. Right. It's my kid, then it's the real gun. It's the real yeah, black come say, out. Yeah, it'll go from paint paint guns to 40 cows. And we right. don't need that. All right, man. Um, Bloody clothes. We was talking about Kanye, man. How y'all feel about, about what's going on? First, it was dope. It started off, he was dropping he was dropping albums and dates. Right. And niggas like, oh, yay, back. You know, met up with Charlemagne. Charlemagne had heard some music. He said he like it. And now it's like. I mean, from what I heard, he he really was in support of talking about what Trump and yeah, what's what's up? I mean, Kanye done did a whole one eighty because it was just all for power to the people and Jesus walks and everything he supported to supporting a man that really, from the grand scheme or looking at things, really don't care about you know us at all. Like he just did it as a power move or some shit that was on his bucket list. He just wanted to be the president. Historically, dealing with a Kardashian has not uh, led to uh, good opportunities for black men. Man, not at all. OJ, Lamar, 
He need to do if if I was on his marketing Kanye, team, on his marketing team or whatever. Ray J. I was a part of his his album needed to be called Get Out. It, his album needs to be called Divorce. Shut the fuck up. Divorce. Yeah. Yeah, that's what his Hollywood Divorce. To yeah, because yeah, that dealing with a Kardashian is uh. Mm. Am I wrong for wanting to see one of them like fucked up? Like not saying they ain't gotta die or nothing like that, but go through something harsh or a nervous breakdown or somebody. I mean, fucked it'll them just over. be on TV. I mean, I assume that one of them has gone through that, and that's uh, what's the name? Uh, not a woman, not one of the women. Caitlyn. Oh, you talking about all oh, the dad? He was somebody. Yeah. I'm talking about somebody that was born with the Kardashian name. Like oh, go okay. through it. Because it's like they don't they don't ruin Lamar Odom. Uh, who else they don't? Tristan Thompson, Tiger, Tiger, uh, Kanye West. Like they got a whole roster. James, James Harden got out of there. Who was he Same with? Man. Chloe. He Chloe. was with Chloe. I don't know. He got out of there. He got that wisdom and that we beard. We don't know. We he don't know. We don't know. French if he's Montana out of cut her loose too. Yeah. We don't know what's up with Frenchie either. That's just scary, dog. Can, can you still? Can you still rep Kanye? After he said everything he said, I mean, I separate the art from from the person all the time. But how do? You, but you just said that you don't do that with Rick Ross. No, I'm saying mm. I, I still like the music, but I'm just saying I, that don't necessarily mean that I, the character of what he's doing. But I gotta separate the art from the music. I mean, the art from the person all the time. I can still have a personal like I have an issue with what Kanye's doing. I had an issue with what uh, Rick Ross was doing, but that don't necessarily mean that I'm not gonna. This like shit hurt. This shit hurt though, cause it was like I was a diehard Kanye fan, like yeah, everything too. about him. And then he just, I mean, this situation. But I still just, don't not fuck with him. Like I read what he said. I, I'm really like that. Though. I can separate the person from what's going on. Yeah, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. I mean, I can separate it. It's a lot of Mike Tyson's one of my favorite boxers, and Mike Tyson is done. I don't think he. I don't think he. What he was convicted of with the, the rape, rape charge yeah. was something he did. But, but he's he definitely. Shit. I fuck a lot you till you say you love did. me. I fuck you till you say you love me. It's like yeah, he's he fam he's, chill out. Yeah, he he's had chill out fam moments is more than moments. Yeah, many. Yeah, yeah, damn near a lifetime. Biting Holyfield and shit like that. Yeah, so I mean, I can separate the 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 one from the other. He kept headbutting me. I think that's what we need to do, man. I think as people who are flawed people. That we watch the people that's on TV and we put them on a pedestal that we would never be able to be on. So you can't watch a Cam Newton or whoever you look at and put on this pedestal. You got to understand, they just regular people like you. But there's limitations, though, with that, too, though. What you mean? I feel like going, like, to certain certain levels to where it's, like, supporting certain stuff. Like, come on, man. Like, you were totally, you did a whole 180. Like, you just did but I, a whole but that, So that's going to change, like, okay, I don't know what some of your favorite Kanye songs, like, Flashing lights, I like flashing lights. If the song come on, I still appreciate it. Like R. Kelly music. R. Kelly is a huge pervert. Yeah. Horrible, despicable, child molester. And you can tell from the music, but, free. I mean, it, I can't, you know, uh, ignition, step to the name of love, step in the name of love, I believe I can fly. 12 play is like, I mean, in our age range, that was the, the, was the trying to smash, well, really just trying to kiss album. You know, R. Kelly is like old, so. a part of our soundtrack What's of finger abuse. Yeah, finger popping, exactly. But I, I put it mind? like this: Of course, you know, <laughs> we gonna we gonna enjoy the music, enjoy everything. But it's like I'm not going to no damn R. Kelly concert like that. But oh no! Nah, nah, but nah, if Kanye nah. drops some shit, you gonna go to the concert? 
regardless of what he said or what he felt. I think he, man, I really think he just hella trolling. I think Kanye just know what he doing. He like, I'm about to just, he know. But that's, that's in a, in an act, whether it's, it's almost like, even if he's trolling or even if he's not like, uh, you know, the whole, when, here we go back to Rick Ross, when 50 Cent put out the, you know, if he dies, he dies comment after Rick Ross was in the hospital. Yeah. Like, whether he and I'm sure Fifty Cent was trolling that shit. It, it it was still you know inadvertent or intentional. That shit's very malicious. So, right. I mean, I, I don't fuck with that behavior of Fifty Cent, but I know by being a Fifty Cent fan, I'm gonna get shit like that. With yeah, 50 Cent. You, I felt like I should, but I still like the music. I'm gonna still watch pop. Well, I don't watch Power no more, but it wouldn't change me from watching Power if I was still watching it. It's nothing you can do outside of murdering somebody that you can't come back from, and I think Kanye just like you think so. I think so, man. No, I think rape can be mm. rape can be. You know, I mean, okay, I, of course I put rape in there, but death is just the ultimate. It ain't no turning back from that. It's damn near death penalties. Type shit. What I'm saying is, Kanye is out here like I'm gonna put on a, uh, I'm gonna put on this hat that says whatever, and I'm gonna let this picture go out because you know, good and well, every picture they take, they be like, no, nah, don't put that up, don't put that up. Right. It was a reason he put that picture up. Kanye is just trying to build momentum. I think he out here trolling because he know. Okay, y'all gonna hate me. Y'all love me. That's how the game go. You hate me. You love me. You hate me. You love me. All right. As long as long as y'all talking about me, cool. You talking about me? He drop an album and it's a classic and people fucking with it. People are gonna come fill those theaters up. The arenas, excuse me. And I think to see I, that nigga, I'm fucked up, bro. I think, off this little bourbon. Yeah, yeah, it does. Shout I think I think the analogy would be like on a date with a beautiful woman and she and she farting. That's what I feel like is, is equivalent to looking at these celebrities. Like, damn, why the fuck would you? I do guess this that's right a now? great analogy because like, I would why still would you, probably smash? Exactly. It's like why? But why would you do that now? Of all the times you could have went to the bathroom, you could come on, like chill but out. But would you still not like? Okay, we talking. I don't know who you think is the coldest woman in on. Shout out to Taylor Rooks. I want that one. Okay, oh, yeah. all right. So if so if she, Taylor if she is fart, a, if she if she got you know she lactose intolerant but you decided to get pizza and she said fuck it I'm gonna try to fight through it you still wouldn't smash no I still would but if she did okay. that but if she did it on but if she did it on purpose though <laughs> like in front of you like and with that, but like she that, knew yeah. she ate pizza when she was lactose intolerant to me that's on purpose I guess but it's it's different from, as an adult you can't hold in the front <laughs> nah you can't the bathroom you can't. To get to the bathroom? Nah, man. What if she goes to the bathroom and fart and it's one of the ones that's so strong that you smell it all over through the house? You got to just take that air. Like, Rihanna's just a real bitch. <laughs> and I got to respect that. I got some Febreze in there. Fuck it. So I just feel like Kanye is saying what he's saying. He got the okay, right to here. feel how he feel. And <laughs> as far as, you know what? I don't I don't hella, I don't don't hella believe Trump. Niggas going to probably feel crazy about this. I don't believe Trump believe all the shit he's saying. I believe he's saying what he's saying he, to he get the support of people to get to the point where he's at. And like but I said, that still would make me that still it's like whether you whether your intent, your intention, if it's malicious, like not in that position, it's still it's still whether he does believe it or whether he's just saying it to get the support. Trump said whatever he said to become the president of the United States. And now he's there. It's. In that I don't position, be- you're not supposed to be able to say or just saying the wild shit that he's saying, or grab her by the pussy, you're like we're doing stuff. To. You're but not supposed to. You gotta understand. It, all of this shit is unprecedented with Donald Trump. Yes, right it is. And then you gotta understand too with Donald Trump. Also, what you gotta understand about what this nigga's doing is you gotta think the president don't really have no true power. 
no matter what you are, what you believe, you can only do so much because it's got to benefit the people who really run everything. I always say this. If Martin Luther King was the president, he wouldn't have been able to do nothing. He would have been trapped in a system. You do more. You can do more outside of the system, outside of the presidency than you could in it. Once you in there, it's like this is all you can do. This is it. The but. It does his presidency embolden some of these people in other positions. Right, embolden what people? Give me somebody uh, who's in both. Police officers to but do what? To do shit like drag Poli- motherfuckers through. Police officers was doing that when Obama when Obama was in there. So what I'm telling you is, but it, it, it's but gonna it happen gives, regardless. But it gives, but it gives further goal. Like all of those people right now, like all those people that was border watching and border patrolling right now, mm-hmm. now you really feel like I can shoot an essay if I see But at the end of the day, they still didn't build no wall. You see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like being the president of the United States is like being... I mean, it's it, way more It's way more of a figurehead position. That's what I was going to say. It's like being... It's like being Colonel personnel. Sanders. It's like when you go to KFC, <laughs> put it like this. When you go to KFC and they fuck your order up, you don't go say, hey, nigga, call Colonel Sanders right now. Because that ain't the nigga who runs shit. It's a nigga for real who's sitting up a, a Weinstein or a Grabowski that's sitting yeah, up here. That, that's a Polish name. But, but like, a but Jebediah. Like, but like Papa Jebediah. John with Papa John's Pizza and his ass. Where's John at? It's still... It's still like influencing. Papa John's shit. a figure here, just like the bitch at Papa ass who do the chicken shit. Niggas mad I at her. Agree. So, so, so Wendy ain't real. Who? Wendy. Wendy ain't real. She, she is. She is. She's an orphan. I used to work for them. But what I'm saying is, you don't call Dave Thomas. They just figure here. <laughs> he died. So okay. yeah, he did. Rest in peace, my nigga. He died R. while R. I was Dave working Thomas. there. But what I'm saying is, man, I don't believe. I believe. I believe what Kanye is saying is, you know, I, I fuck with Trump. I support Trump, and this is my thing. Nigga, I'm pro-black. I mean, nigga, flat out, I know we fucked over. I know they do us both. But I believe Kanye West is a nigga who just like, man, I'm just trying to make it. I want to create. And he say what the fuck he say. I, I support Trump. In which we are. Su- this nigga back at the at the drink. I guess I got to get some more. Pour me up. What, what I feel is he just like, I support Trump. He's like, I, I support Trump. He said he don't support everything you say 100%. But it's like, nigga, that nigga Trump ain't really making nothing happen, bro. He ain't making shit happen. You babysitting your little I, shit over there, I think car. he, I think he's emboldened many people to take actions that they probably would have taken anyway. But now it's it's a different it, it's a different reality. It's it's like when um it's like when when uh, Black Panther dropped mm-hmm. and um I'm going to see Avengers in the morning. And a lot of people was already in the in the whole like, yo, I'm on some. I want to go to Africa. I want to go to Africa. I want to go to Africa. But the Africa tickets went up like ever. Like some of them people would have probably went on their African journeys anyway. But mm-hmm. it just rushes up and expedites the process of certain behaviors and people and actions. And Donald Trump's presidency definitely has uh, ch- charged a lot of uh, a lot of backwards white thinking. Uh, fears of black people, uh, fears of Spanish people, uh, fears of a lot of uh, things that are opposite the the middle aged white man agenda that has been prevalent in America middle age, for generations. Middle, poor white people. But what about this? The same thing uh, Trump is doing for those white people. Obama did for black people. I mean, yeah. Obama Obama emboldened a lot of black people to exactly. do some like you remember that night that night Obama got elected. Not not the inauguration night, but the night he gave the speech in um in Chicago. Night he was elected in November two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. That night was like it, it was like a different temperature in that, that was whole 07, month. right? 
was 07. 07, yeah. 07. Yeah. Yeah, it man. was like a different temperature, like that whole little, you know what I'm saying? Like, but people, like, like when that happened, I was with my daughter mom at the time. She cried. And it, but that's it, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's just, it just gives you a boost. Like I said, all this shit is really premeditated. I know, but and if, I think but it's if just But if you something. had that, if you had racism in you and it was more suppressed and now it comes out as a black man, being that I feel I'm the I'm the biggest figurehead of where a racist attack can come to. I appreciate it. I appreciate direct shit, but now it endangers not just me, but a lot of the people I know a whole lot more through this presidency. Bro, I don't think it's not gonna come from it. Like I said, like as much as that did for black people to be like, I'm proud to be black. A black man is a president. I can tell my daughter she can be whatever she want to be. My son can be whatever she want to be. That was always the case. And I feel like what uh, Trump is doing right now, he's saying to people, oh, yeah, 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 you can do what you want to do. You can grab right here, pussy. Uh, if you if you don't like this these group of people, you can say what you want to say. And then the I mean, next motherfucker going to be president, and it's just going to be what it is. I feel like it's just all a game that they're playing with one side, and then eight years later, he ain't going to be in there eight years. But four years later, another not. side get the power. I think he is going to be in there eight years. No, he a one-term president. He's out I, of there. Nah. But it, it the next president going to be a woman. President. Next president is going to be a woman. It's, ain't gonna be, it's not going to be Michelle Obama. Next president is going to be a Oprah. Mexican woman. It may be. Guaranteed. It's going to be somebody that come out of nowhere, a very smart, savvy woman. And I hope it's an independent. I hope it's an independent. Um, that ain't going to happen. I hope. Because it's Democratic, Republican shit. They all running the same game, bro. Okay, now, but, I agree with you there. I'm, I'm wholeheartedly there. But actually, in reality, the older I get, the more I'm apathetic to this whole goddamn process because I believe what you're saying. So. I don't fuck with none of this political shit. I don't fuck with none of this religious shit. It's all a game. It's all a game used to pit people against each other so one side make money. It's all about money. Somebody at the top making money no matter if it's a Democrat or a Republican in there. This got deep. We ain't had no fun. I thought we was gonna laugh. Whatever. Yeah, we can laugh. We got deep. I don't even know how we got to talk about this. We was we talking about Meek Mills. Meek, welcome home. Yeah. You did what you need to do to stay here, my nigga. Uh, to beat that Drake shit and that Nicki shit. Um, that's fucked up. What happened to Bill? But like I said, as long as no shit happened to Stevie Wonder, I'm cool. Yeah, I lose it. Don't Come don't let shit me. happen to Stevie Wonder. You at never all. know what the hell, man. Because that's the other thing, man. With Bill, the progress, like. Progress of, I say this a lot with the His For Her Problem podcast. Historically, men have been conditioned to see women as property, and women also have been conditioned to be property of a man. The whole institution of marriage is built on the woman being property of a man. Mm -hmm. And right now, it's actually a, a beautiful thing that rights and laws have been placed to, to justify. Um, Offering equal opportunity for women, but just because a lot of shit is on paper, don't change the the emotions, the social, the social climate, the the conditioning, the philosophy of how a lot of men feel. And back in the day, the way women were like th some real shit. Like even when people paint OJ as like such a a bad person, like domestic violence was so goddamn common in the you know in the. In the 80s, he the 70s, the 60s. I mean, when you watch I Love Lucy, Ricky is smacking Lucy oh, he when she ass. talking, right? That, that shit would never be on television Lucy. now. But And it would be like a, like the laugh track would hit. It's like, because she'd be like, I got to make a pie. I got to make a pie. And then he'd be like, Lucy. Like, so this is in a, 
popular American culture. The way that we look at women, the way that uh, the, 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 the empowerment of women is a beautiful thing. And that's where like our generation and we kind of like it. Shout out to the Queens listening to the show. Is uh it is is this different? You you completely twisted. I'm but, fucked up uh, a little bit. <laughs> he adjusted the seat and everything. But the <laughs> the um it it's like I wouldn't be surprised if if you pull the tabs of most men from back in the day, it's gonna be some fucked up shit just on the strength of like if you pull the tabs of most of these white people from back in the day, shit has progressed. But society has not progressed to the point where things are on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole law in North Carolina that kept them from getting the all-star game with the whole, Gay you know, stuff, yeah, the bathroom the yeah. argument. Like, if you're a transgender person, you should be able to use the bathroom of, you know, like, for, for people like me, like, those little books that, that come out that say, like, you know, I was born a woman or I was born a man, that's some different type of shit. Because mm-hmm. even though the law is on paper... I grew up in a different culture. I grew up in a culture where that shit wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't passe. It wasn't. That wasn't the norm. And yeah. transgender transgenders feel like they don't have to tell you that they were tra- that they're a transgender. I feel like that's bullshit. Gotta let me know. See, but that's of us in our era. Because if we had a transgender person, they would say that is one of the most disrespectful ways of thinking about it. You know, uh, this is where I'm at. Um, you know, like, I, I mean, it, and I think that a lot of times we got to put certain shit into context. Even as black people, we got to put certain shit into context. Like, at one point in time, we was colored. Right. Shit. At one point in time, we was n- niggas that was slave, enslaved. You know what I'm saying? So, like, niggers that were enslaved. Niggers. So, I mean, the whole concept of, like, expecting... um like looking back when you look back at what what a man was doing to a woman 40 years ago i any man treating any man treating a woman respectfully 40 years ago that shit was an outlying standard meaning it was a huge exception to the rule because women was getting treated like what the fuck 40 years ago then when they get the right to vote was that about around that time? No, nah, I mean, Not they got the right years to go way, way before then, but still just on the strength of Shout like, out to Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, yeah, Susan B. Anthony and the women's suffrage. But the whole the whole concept of, like, everything, like, you know, even the, the shit. Women women was just getting raped. If you if women was walking through town and they wasn't married and they was a certain age, it was like. Let me get that little pussy raped. off of you. Yeah, and it wasn't even Damn. looked at like it was crazy. That's nuts. That's fucked up. But uh, J. Cole album just dropped, so we can get yeah, on some yeah. other shit. Because this heavy, it's that a heavy shit episode. Got deep. I need to take this a little swig. J. Cole yeah, got J. Cole a deep rapper. He, I mean, I'm through. I like this album. I've, I've never, I, I always didn't get, I mean. I yeah, you wasn't a J. Cole fan before I that. I like this album, You bro. said that nigga was boring, all type yeah, of shit. Yeah, man, but that, a lot of people mm, don't like him. that nigga, I'm listening to his shit now, and I'm like, oh. This that means get you off. getting old. Because J. Cole got old man rap. That's how I felt about Chris Rock. I always say this, use this, I always use this example. When I was a kid, Martin's stand-up was so funny to me. And Chris Rock was not funny. But the older I got, the more I yeah. fucked with what Chris Rock was saying and the less I fucked with what Martin was on and You So Crazy. So I think that's where I'm at now. J. Cole album. I mean, I, the whole album is cool, but it's songs on there that I'm like, oh, yeah, this nigga really, I see why people, the people that lift him up, fuck with him hard. Yeah, but, he has a fan base, but more loyal than most. It, him, uh, Lupe Fiasco, uh, 
this album is more friendly though to to the user's ears because he changed his cadence on the album. Yeah, his rapping, his beats are a little bit more friendlier than than everything, but he's still spitting the same knowledge. Yeah, he going there. Yeah, I mean, he got a song about uh, growing up with his mom dealing with alcoholism, which yep. is some whole like you say people don't like real life shit. I like real life. I like that song. Like, you're a rapper. Like, you're a rapper's dope. rapper though. Yeah, yeah. Right, but yeah. I think what he did on there is right, he made right. it able because I was listening to my girl. And she was listening to it, and she could appreciate it. I'm like, and she ain't no lyrical motherfucker. She was like, oh, I like this. He's getting those people who are not just rappers. He he just, he getting those people that like, they like, oh, okay. I she that this. college demo, though. Yeah, bro. I mean, he going off on there, yeah, man. probably Salute taking him. some college if you like J. Cole. Yeah. He's getting off on that, Whereas there, if you like Lil Yachty, you probably ain't had Lil Bo. Shout out to Lil Bo, man. Do your thing, man. Get your money while you can. <laughs> Five years you end up on Love and Hip Hop. He fucked niggas up with that 1985. J. Cole. <laughs> that shit's so hard, bro. Yeah, it's dope. I that shit's so hard. You know, the whole, the, that project is dope, but I mean, I I hear a lot of projects. I actually listen to what J. Cole put out. I listen to Kendrick. What um, about that? Get him getting that, pul- or that pu- is it a Pulitzer? Yeah, yeah. Pulitzer. Pulitzer. I thought it was Pulitzer. Pulitzer yeah, Prize. It was Pulitzer it's definitely Pulitzer a you in there, my nigga. You drunk. It's Pulitzer. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize. Is that a big deal? What's, yeah, man, that's a huge But deal. is that his best, I mean, that damn album, is that is that nah. his best album to y'all? But, you know, I mean, the Pulitzer Prize is just trying to relate to young people's sensibilities, too. I don't think that's his best project, though. What you think is the best one here? I actually, I mean, of his work, I mean, uh, Good Kid is Good Kid, Man City. my favorite one. I, I think, think I that's think his kind of, albums. That's his albums. I think Kendrick is like super dope, but I don't feel like I feel like it's more of a genius level with J. Cole. I may be biased, I may mm. be, but I feel like the topics that J. Cole hit on and, and the topic like the topics he hit on and everything he touches is like it's brilliant. And I feel like I feel like I feel like Kendrick is more of a cadence thing, like how he says things in his lyrics mm. and make him pop. But but in that same realm, Kendrick is more relatable to like the the temperature of now. I, I feel like J Cole. He's more. Connects, in, he was more entertaining. Yeah, but that's the temperature of now. Yeah, I mean, it's more in the entertainment realm. Like the temperature of now. Like me, I can listen to Kendrick with like my little cousins. They ain't really trying to hear J Cole until this album. This they album might be the one. More open to it. This might be the one that put him in the discussion for real with Drake and Kendrick and all of them. Like he was always there, but I think his fans was like, "What about J Cole?" But I think this is gonna be the one that's gonna be like everybody gonna be like, "J Cole really be going?" Yeah. But I mean, I like the Nipsey Hustle, the Victory. Life. Boy, I'm quit still playing. playing that. that shit so hard. Shout out to Nipsey, my nigga. That album so hard. I didn't know Nipsey came out of nowhere for me. Oh, Nipsey. He I mean, been he been doing this thing. Yeah, I know it. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is though. Like, you know, niggas be around forever, but then you get that one project that puts them on the forefront, like, where did this nigga come from? Yeah, you Nipsey still independent? Know. Uh no, no, no. This was uh who did he do this through? I wanna say Atlantic. Okay. But with it, I mean it was his own I mean shit, he talked about it throughout the whole the whole project. Like, you know, he did his own thing, did his yeah. own deal, how he wanted to do it, so you know, very savvy in business. I mean, he's he shouting out Dr. Sabi, all types of shit. That, integrated that, vertically. He said, what'd he say? I integrated vertically. I had to look that up. Like, damn, nigga, that's something to integrate vertically? That's real shit where you produce your own stuff yeah. to help your... Man, he yeah, on some other uh, shit, bro. Now, now, I'm, now I'm about to really go in. Talk that shit. That's what we're here for. 
uh, Black Bible. Labor, White Wealth, Dr. Claude Anderson, one of the books that I think should be on everybody's list that talks about, you know, vertical markets versus horizontal markets. Vertical markets meaning that you produce, you you from the ground up distribute and you control the whole uh, the whole points of access. So like the Nation of Islam with the fruit that they selling you, they buy their own seeds, they own their own soil, they own their own land, mm. they have their own distribution of the trucks that get here to sell you the sell you the fruit that's right there. And then they have the distribution channel that the guy is selling you the final call or the fruit on the street. That's a vertical level market. Yeah. And they all they go back to the buy the thing. they go all back to buy the seeds to do yeah. it all over again. Yeah. That's what now, a horizontal market means like we control every truck that will deliver said thing meaning you control one dynamic of a whole complete industry so for a lot of times like you know what's uh, that book again one more time because i missed it black labor white wealth dr claude anderson okay um i want to say he'll be here for african liberation day soon or something but whatever that's i need hard. to be in that room i do too that's hard body like i said i heard that i mean i heard him say that and then he was just talking about integrated vertically and it was like yeah, yeah. and Dumb. it's all entrepreneurs out here man it's certain stuff it's certain words buzzwords that you should be you should gravitate towards and when he said that i integrated vertically it really touched me i was like okay i yeah. need to figure out what that's about w- you know what i mean it's it's really yeah. what you're doing right here with this podcast when we talking i mean everybody in this room as much as like we like our relationships with what i do with what clever do like and then you being a comedian and creating content because mm-hmm. that's the power of content. That's why we're doing this podcast because you need to have different access points to touch people and audiences. So after a person connects with you at the show in Oxford and you choose not to uh, cuckold them, shout out to them. They can uh, <laughs> they can they can still follow your comedy in different ways and then get a taste weekly. And now we can update what shows you got coming up. Uh, if you want to expand and take on different products, I mean, I watched it. For a while, just as a fan of this shit, and this is what I do with my company, and then Clever does. Detroit somewhat, is different, but like uh, CleverVision.com. Uh, Shout out to both. You think about you think about what Corey Holcomb has done with the Fifty One Fifty show Shout for out. years. Like he grew his own audience, and now he has his his core fan base that follows him from city to city. He can shout it out. It's it's dope, you know, and that's creating content with these access points. Uh, using the internet, using uh, smartphones. Using hey man, if y'all fuck connect. with an artist, support that nigga because you can help that nigga get to wherever you want to go. If it's, if somebody your favorite, fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, so slept on. Keep 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 hashtagging that. Follow the hashtag. I got some shit popping. Kari got shit going. Dez got something going. If you fuck with somebody and you really think they better than whoever you know, whoever's out there that that the media allows to be the one that they put out forefront. If you support that artist, you can put them on. Like I fuck with Big Crit. I wanted to throw that name in the hat. Yeah. When y'all was talking his about his last that. his last album, it was a double C D or double album. I'm I'm so goddamn old I call it a CD, but double, double CD, album. Right. So I had to Double disc. Yeah, double disc. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go through it's taking a while, but like I think it's like what is it, all gold or twenty four it's like it's like he got this thing called all gold. Mm-hmm. That song is dope as hell. Like Crit Crit Hard. And he's somebody that, as you talk about vertical markets, he knows how to connect with fans. The best person with it in rap, I mean, you can learn a lot from this dude. He took it actually from a Detroiter. Uh, Tech Nine. Tech Nine controls everything he does. Who do you take it from? Oh, Eshan took that from. I mean, but so Eshan did it. I see. I see. Did it. Yeah. And then yeah, and if you ever have talk about somebody, um, don't let the devil worship and fuck you up. 
sit and talk to him about how to distribute products to people. Because he got warehouses and he print up his own merchandise and all that. Mm-hmm. Like when people say like what rapper in, in the Detroit area has the most money, most people think is Eminem, but shh, low key. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blow his IRS spot up. You'd be surprised how much money Eshawn got. Really? Mm-hmm. Eshawn still eating? Long bread. Eshawn still eating? Long Long bread, but like, like when did his run? When did his run kind of like? Cause right I now he too- ain't on stage, but he making money, and wow. that's the best way to be. Damn, is he still in Michigan? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I hear that name a lot. Yeah. But you hear that devil worshiping as black people, you run from that. I yeah. mean, we supposed to. I mean, yeah. You know, like let's put it like this: no matter how, you know, and that you know that's that's a point of dissension. So, even though, even though I am one of the biggest Bone Thugs and Harmony fans, still follow me, Rose Wolf, twenty four seven. Bone don't yeah. get that love they need though. Yeah, but you know, Mister Ouija was some weird ass goddamn shit. Yeah. Shout out to Bone Thugs, man. Them niggas did their thing. Migos, they definitely came. They took that swag a little bit. I mean, take that swag, but they took that. I thought and they ran. took like Daz effects more. They so took theirs man. and they took Three Six Mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely give you Three Six. Yeah, so, so it's like you know, shout out to them, man. So, a lot of this music being sampled, bro. Like uh, Ray Schrammer, they just did a uh, crisscross, uh, side <laughs> to side, bro. They just did side to side, man. And that's crazy. And that made me feel old right there. That was a two thousands record they sampled. They did. <laughs> we old, this. We older. We older. So yeah. a segue. You mentioned um, a movement, the So Slept On movement. So for people the first time listening to this podcast, what exactly is the So Slept On movement? First of all, uh, just on the ground level, So Slept On is just anybody who who work hard, man, and they feel like they doing something and it's not being recognized. Like you know, you doing your thing. It's not no pity thing. It's just like I work hard. I'm good at what I do, and I just don't feel like I'm getting the to just do you know what i'm saying um like you it's in your relationship it could be at your job it could be anywhere and i feel like as far as so slept on that's what i am as far as just a comedian is i feel like i'm doing my thing for a minute and people just don't know that i'm out here yet and eventually they're gonna wake up to it so that's basically what so slept on is and um if we got some big shit coming out i got some mm-hmm. big shit working on it you know what i'm saying i got merch coming out and it's gonna lead to a bigger thing so right now that's just something that that's my that's my tag, so slept on. So you know, if you see that, put that anywhere. You gonna see videos. You gonna hear stand up. It's a lot attached to that. So that's basically what it is. If you're an underdog, if you out here feeling like you doing your thing and people ain't recognizing what you're doing, you so slept on. But eventually they gonna wake up to what you got going on. Dope, dope, dope. I'm fucked up. All right, yeah, you completely twisted. We about to wrap up anyway. What's happening? Uh, going up on the Tuesday. What, what's when's the next hit? This will get posted next Thursday. So May eighth. Um, we the second. Is May eighth right? Yeah, May eighth is the right second right. Tuesday of every month, man. We we jump to the monthly, man, because we working on some other stuff. But uh, we at the Marble Bar. The Marble Bar, man. We doing uh, we every show is themed now, man. It's always gonna be stand up, but it's gonna be some themes involved. And we doing Black Car Revolt, man. And if you know what that is, it's the uh. It's the very popular game where basically you ask you questions about uh, black culture and see if you mm-hmm. understand what's going on. We're doing that May the 8th. Yeah, the so Marvel Bar. That's so actually we, actually because this is going to get posted next week. Bam. I, I think it's going to get posted like as a we, we hyping that up. Yeah, so it's like, different. Let's see. Let's see. So this uh this going to You got to look at the Palm Pilot. The third. So, yeah. So, look, you listening this week. The eighth, you ain't doing nothing. Come to the Marble Bar. Come I'm on. actually gonna come out to the Marble Bar this Damn. time. Around. 
We Bam. Come on out, man. Basically, we we introducing different stuff to the to the market, man. We we bringing fun back. So it's I'm like, gonna, we gonna I'm gonna offer them a drink, but guess what? I may offer you a drink if you come. Okay. That's Bring that up. bourbon on out. Okay, yeah, most definitely. We so, will, yeah, you going yeah, drink some bourbon with me. I don't know if you're gonna be drinking bourbon with Josh, because I don't know if Josh bourbon should be on the Josh menu anymore. Bro, I'm fucked up. Yeah, so yeah, once again toe down. So once again the show is May eighth at the Marble Bar. That's one five zero one Holden Street. Doors open at eight o'clock, man. So come out, have fun. We're going crazy. Who's the uh okay, it includes comedy and it also includes music. Who's comedy? Oh, comedy is hosted by comedian Josh Adams. Bam. And we got we got some incredible features that we can't discuss right now, but we need you to be there. Okay, and then on you Tuesday, you yeah. gonna have a good time. Bro. Who who hosting Black Card? Oh, he Josh. I'm hosting. hosting it. I'm hosting it, man. The thing I love about our show is, man, we we so versatile with it is that we can do whatever we want on any on any given Tuesday. So it's like you know we can do uh what we do last month. We did the '90s uh, Soul Train Awards. Always a uh, you know we all grew up on Soul Train. So I was actually Don Cornelius. And we brought out a bunch of artists. We talked about it. But it's so versatile that we can do whatever we want. We can do improv. We can do straight stand-up. We can do a game show. We can do a talk show. We can do a play. So when you come on to the show, not only do you get stand-up, but you get a bunch of different other facets of comedy. Good-ass time. Good-ass time. Drinks. You get to kick it. We just about creating moments, man. So it's just like, you know, that's what it is. When you come to the show, you're going to have a good time. You're going to tell people, and you're definitely going to come back. All right, now let's go into the underground nitty-gritty of it all because most times people go out, they want to hook up. So mm-hmm. what, is women in the place or men in the place? Beautiful Are they available? Women. Are they looking for side men? Are they looking for side women? What What's the get down there? Kari, at our shows, bro, first of all, I just love to be surrounded. Like It's always been a dream of mine just to be surrounded by beautiful women, and we just been so blessed, man, as far as that. Shout out to the man upstairs. You First of all, shout out to the man upstairs. We keep nothing but beautiful, uh, affluent, uh, decadent, beautiful women of all races, of all colors, of all educational backgrounds. They be they intelligent, out, too. And they come out. They can hold a conversation. They look good naked. And they don't need waist trainers. <laughs> and if you do need waist trainers, we still love you. We appreciate all that. They come out to the show. They laugh. They have a good time. And they got abs because they're going to laugh. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We keep the stomach muscles on, on point. You come on to the show, you're going to have a good time. So, fellas, if you're looking for the one, she's probably going to be at 1501 Holden Street. She's there. Where you're going to be there. What if you're looking for your side? If you're looking for something on the side, they might be there, too, because she's in a point in her life where she feel like, you know, she's getting the kind of money where she need to figure out what kind of nigga she wants. They down to have fun. She's frivolous with her vagina, just as you as frivolous as you is with your penis. So come out. (laughs) Wear that good cologne. (laughs) Wear that good cologne. Come buy a drink. You know, you might come out. She might buy you a drink. What Mm. if you... What if you're looking they might for a work platonic friend? If you're looking for somebody that's platonic, come out because there's somebody there who can definitely spell the word platonic and define it for you on the spot. Because it's educated, beautiful people at our shows, man. And if mm. you just come in the network, you might come out there and meet somebody that you can start a software company with. Mm-hmm. What if you're looking for a Proverbs 31 woman? Man, if you're coming out there looking for somebody that's saved and sanctified <laughs> and covered in the blood. Hallelujah. They there. If you're coming for somebody there who don't even believe in that, they there. In the Whatever. blood of Jesus. If you there and you come with somebody who when you sneeze, they don't say bless you, they there. <laughs> mm. I'm fucked up. What is this you, drink called that I'm, I'm off of? It's a white man on the, on the front of it. Bourbon. Shout out to these Detroit City Distillery Bourbon. I'm <laughs> fucked up. I just got back from New Orleans where it was at where they buried their people on top of the motherfucking water because of because of the water level is so low out yeah, there. Right. Shout out to New Orleans. But like I said, yeah. 
you want to have a good time, man, come out to the show, man. You're I don't, I don't know any other type of women to say. What What if I'm looking for a sugar mama that can subsidize my lifestyle? Boy, come out there. You come out there and get your uh, portfolio diversified. They there. Okay. What Period. if I'm looking? What if I'm looking to be a simp and subsidize her lifestyle? If you want to come out there and take care of a motherfucking bitch, she's there too. <laughs> we got all of that. She'll be there. Her kids will be in the car, and she'll be fine too. She'll be fine. She can cook macaroni and cheese from scratch. <laughs> so if you ain't coming, you missing out. Detroit is different. Clevervision.com. Yes, sir. We slept on in this game. Giant so slept podcast, on. Podcast episode two. It was great. We was in the overtime. We're going to have to get you back. I'm, I'm down. I'm here. All top. All right. Peace. God bless. Tune in weekly to the Josh You A Fool podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You A Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams.